Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Viewer discretion is advised. Your fave will be criticized. That's Jan. That's Chris. Welcome to CCTV, the nonstop pop show. And today we are heading to Pop 101 class and learning about the one in a million K-pop girl group, Twice. If you're wondering who we are, Shannon and I have a huge range of experience in the music industry from performing on stage to working at record labels. So we have a lot of insight into the crazy music industry. So I am very excited to talk about Twice today because their success has been really awesome to watch because as we both are true second gen K-pop fans, we experienced the Wonder Girls attempt, Boa's attempt, you know, yeah. all of these artists really paved the way for, you know, the success of, of this generation of K-pop artists. So mm-hmm, before mm-hmm. we get started in the class, Shan, do you like Twice? Do I? <laughs> so, I really do like Twice. Um, when I was younger, I definitely liked, I might even say loved them um, because at the time, Girls' Generation was fading out a little bit. Miss A was gone. Uh, and I had watched their show, 16. And yeah, you know, I, I grew an attachment to these girls. And uh, yeah, I went to their concert. Good yes. concert. Probably the best concert I went to in 2019, honestly. So yeah, I'm really excited to finally talk about them because I've been I've been vouching for them for like as long as we've been having this show. <laughs> what about you? Do you like them? Yeah, you know, I'm going to be honest, they're not my favorite. Um, the whole kind of yeah. cutesy girl group has never been my favorite. I, yeah. I do appreciate a, a fiercer girl group overall. Um, mm-hmm. But of course, through the years, it's like undeniable how catchy some of their songs are. And some of the dance routines are just so good. And, and I appreciate their signature sound a lot now. So uh-huh. so yeah, I'm just it was just interesting for me to kind of go through their career especially because mm-hmm. their seven years are almost up. So it's kind of the perfect time to do a little retrospective. Yeah, indeed. I agree. So we have created playlists for you all to follow along on YouTube, Spotify, and Apple Music. And if you want to listen to the full tracks or watch the music videos, the links are below. So let's get it started. Classes in session! <laughs> Under JYP Entertainment, one of K-pop's biggest agencies, Twice was formed through a competition show called 16 in 2015. And through this show, the group was actually supposed to be seven members. Um, Nayeon, Jonghyun, Sana, Jiyo, Mina, Dayeon, and Young. But JYP Park also added Suyu or Chui because of fan reception. A lot of fans wanted her there. And then also, even though Momo was eliminated, he brought her back on after at the public airing of the finale. So I thought that was really awesome. And he felt that she was an addition, a great performer and needed to be in this group. Mm-hmm. And he named the group twice because the group appeals both sonically and visually to capture your heart. And the group finally made its official debut on October 20th, 2015 with like ooh-wah, ooh-wah. Okay, 
Taken from the EP, The Story Begins, Like Ua is a cheerful color pop track about wanting to fall in love. And the concept for this era focuses on the cute charm and featured songs like Do It Again, which was a song performed on 16, and they were both produced by Black-Eyed Pilsung, who ended up kind of working on a lot of their discography as well. So what mm-hmm. did you think of Like Ua? Ah, uh, you know what? Like Uwa, oh my god, it's absolutely perfect for a girl group debut, and especially after coming away from Mrs. A, Mrs. A, wow, coming away from Miss A's only you, mm-hmm. and how um, I think he actually produced that as well. It was bright again, another color pop track, but it stated what they wanted just up front, right? So uh, in this video. Each girl is depicted with a persona or personality that really corresponds with their image that was depicted on the show and their position in the group. Like we have Nayeon, who's more of like the popular girlfriend type and the center of the group. Jiho, the 10-year trainee who was considered the quote-unquote fat girl, was put in a tracksuit to show how hard she works and that she is a team player and a good leader. Sana was the likable cheerleader type that was introduced through her charms. Momo was the hot dancer type. Taeyeon was the edgy girl crush. Chui was the girl next door, Mina the black swan. Taeyeon was the quirky cutie. And Jungyeon was the friendly tomboy. So you could see all of their characters culminating into this uh, music video and even in the song as they describe, I walk down red carpets and people say how beautiful I am. I'm like this, but why haven't I found love yet? And I absolutely love the concept. I was a young girl in college when this came out. So I was like, yes, I just want to fall in love. Mm-hmm. You know, I still feel that way now, but (laughs) it's probably one of my favorite debuts. Uh, What about you? What did you feel about the song and the video overall? Super strong debut. Um, That chorus is so catchy. That hook is just so perfect. Um, And I thought they've done a good job overall, especially with the start of this song, with kind of being cutesy, but not too annoying. (laughs) You know, I, Uh, I I think especially from kind of the more Western culture, you know, side of things. Mm-hmm. Um, we're mm-hmm. not as used to the kind of very kind of cutesy image, I think, that that is more common in Asian cultures. Um, but I think they walked that line very well from the start, kind of knowing that they wanted to appeal internationally. So I thought they did a great job there. And also kudos yes. to the choreographers from the start too, because mm, I think yeah. that has been such an important aspect of their entire career and why their songs have caught on because the choreography makes it even more catchy because now you can't listen to any of these songs without doing some of it at least or picturing it if you can't do it. So um, (laughs) yeah, yeah, I think a really, really strong debut and and they, they do a great job in the video as well. Just a ton of natural charisma. Oh yeah, for sure. For sure. And this video is interesting because a lot of people didn't get that zombie concept. Mm -hmm. And I have a theory. I've always had this kind of theory when I watched it. Um, So with the dilapidated buildings and the dreadful zombies, I think that represents like the average listener or like the audience, whoever they're trying to appeal to. Monotony has turned us into mindless drones and creatures. And twice was the group that was meant to wake us up and make us feel that ua hage. All right. So (laughs) I think they definitely accomplished that goal. And even though they did not win first with this song, they came back even harder with Cheer Up. Baby, 
So Cheer Up was the group's true breakthrough. And this was released in April 2016, along with the EP Page Two. And the sales were absolutely huge because not only did Mm -hmm. they get their first music show win, they also won several awards, including Song of the Year at the Melon and Mnet Asian Music Awards which is huge mm-hmm. for their second single. That's crazy. Um, also, they broke yeah. the 100,000 album sold milestone in Korea just already again with their second EP. Like that's absolutely crazy, especially because historically boy groups do sell more than girl groups. So it's great that these yeah. girls kind of came through so quick. <laughs> that's right, my girls. I'm so, I'm so proud. Um, you know, I think uh, the biggest thing and the biggest memed moment of this song was Sana's pronunciation of the shy. The, the shy, shy, shy. The shy, shy, shy. It became such a huge deal. At first she thought people were making fun of her, but it's just like, no, the way you said that was just so cute that it's infectious. So on top of her, I guess her mispronunciation or just her, just whatever, whoever decided to let her keep that take, congratulations. Uh, you get made the song even more iconic. Um, and even though I did not buy this out al- of uh, this album, there was a Taeyong designed album uh, mm. cover where she drew like the jacket. It was so pretty. Um, and you can really start to see that they were putting little bits and pieces of themselves inside of their, their projects. I'm going to be honest. I didn't think the song, I didn't really get why the song made as big an impact as it did. Cause I actually do prefer Ua like Ua to this and, and a lot of their other singles, but mm-hmm. um, yeah, I appreciate what it's done, but yeah, don't right. fully get, the full the all why it's so popular <laughs> it's the sha 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 part that sha 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 took the world by storm. i think it was the sha 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 i really think it's the sha 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 um because i because i agree with you um even with the whole like iconic moments of having like a sydney campbell in the video or like a sailor moon or tomb raider uh it just wasn't like oh my gosh this is the best music video ever, right? But like I said, the sha-sha-sha and then the whole high teen flirty concept was still there. Um, I think with page two, they were able to maintain that youthful effervescence that you can see in a lot of like what high teen, like 16 to maybe 20 year old. Mm -hmm. So like, you know, so it's a great little area that was not being targeted, right? And then they had songs like Touchdown on that album. Uh, It was such an anthemic track and it actually has become one of my favorite uh, songs that they do when they do uh, live shows because they have like a band version now so they definitely uh really try to I guess come a little bit more correct because even the singing got better on this album and um it's not like my favorite it's a nice little sophomore situation Mm -hmm. but I definitely have to say that the next single is my absolute favorite Mm -hmm. in their earlier days Yes, because they definitely kept the momentum going in October 2016 with the release of the EP Twice Coaster, Lane One, and the title track, TT. TT. What a great song, right? Was produced by <laughs> Black Eyed Pilsung and Sam Lewis, who wrote the song and also the last two singles. Um, this EP eventually became the best-selling K-pop girl group album of the year with good reason. I mean, TT was one of those songs that, again, just hit the charts and hit when it came out, everyone was really excited. I was mm-hmm. in college at the time. I was super young in college. And my friend and I were really into Halloween. So 
the music video, even though it has the same kind of like nine members, nine looks, nine, it was just so fun to see them mm-hmm. go as ghosts in the mansion. Um, and I really think they embodied again, that's that college high school age sentiment where it's like, I'm free to make my own choices, but why can't I have my way? That's literally one of the lyrics there. And it's so true. It's like, I'm old enough to do this, but I still can't get what I want. And it's even regarding love. So I thought it was super cute, um, especially the little, the choreography. The yeah, tee-tee. the choreography, Leah Kim, man. <laughs> one of her yes. best works, I think. Like, it's just great yeah. balance of sexy and cute. Um, mm-hmm. Like the- uh, like with, with the, I mean, they have like the cute face, but yeah. then they're like, they're like yeah. doing hip rolls uh, and stuff. Yeah, yeah. It's just like yeah. it's kind of hilarious. Um, and I think also just props to the writers as well because the whole like just mm-hmm. using TT as like the emoticon as an inspiration for a song, yeah. I think that's just genius, honestly. Um, but yeah, this okay. song is just it was inescapable. Even even if you didn't want to hear it, you heard it. Like everyone was doing mm-hmm. it. Yeah. <laughs> it was, yeah. 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 This is one of those like <laughs> this is one of those like I don't like twice. It don't matter. You don't have to like them. You know what the song is. Yeah, you know it. You know um, the dance. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Um, uh, I really do like the choreography for this as well. And I think what made the song really special and gave it its mature sound um was the bass line and the drums and the chorus. It was just, yeah, it just it just had a nice groove to it it was kind of funky it was just nice it wasn't too childish I guess it kind mm-hmm. of give it a, you know it wasn't too like you know yeah it was like boom, that's not the drums but my point is the percussion definitely drove the chorus and kept the momentum going um and also the vocal delivery wasn't as high pitched as the others mm. so I think that is also something that drew people in as well um and I think around this time, the girls actually uh, introduced their official colors as apricot and neon magenta. And they announced their first light stick, the candy bong, which I th- thought was so cute because literally it's a lollipop. Yes. <laughs> oh, the light stick so is cute. really, really cute. And it looks awesome. Yes. Like in the crowd, it's, it's really well designed. Yeah. After a successful run of their first ever concert tour, Twice Land. Twice released Twice Coaster Lane 2, which was a repackage of the previous EP, and it was the title track, Knock Knock, and this was released in January 2017. So again, this is just an earworm. Like, wow. Like, they, they, their A&R is killing it at this point. Like, it's, it's kind of crazy how catchy these songs are. Like, you only need to hear them yeah. a couple times and you pretty much can sing along and hum along at the very least. Um, so, yeah, it's just absolutely amazing. Um, what do you think of Knock Knock? I remember not being particularly moved by the song at the time. I just felt like it was a little too cutesy for me, which is really strange because I love mm. cute things. I love when things have ooey gooey cinnabon centers, right? Uh, but this song just didn't do it for me. Um, I think the intro of this, like, I didn't like the intro. Um, again, again, like you said, the earworm quality definitely set in because the older I got coincidentally the more I appreciate the song mm. um and, and I noticed that the song is pretty wintry for being released in February the guitar riffs the bells just gives me holiday gives me wintry vibes um so I just thought 
okay, I don't really want to listen to this right now. The video was super cute. I love how they are in a little slumber party and you get to see their personalities as they're just performing to the camera when they come down the steps. There's a lot of cute moments. Um, JYP comes to knock on their door and mm-hmm. they're like, oh, that's the best part. Yeah. <laughs> guy um but i think is what's really interesting is that a lot of people don't notice or maybe don't realize i don't know that twice actually does have a lore as well um this video features the girl in the slumber party like environment as i mentioned but in this video there is a book of fairy tales and eventually as they're reading through it they go outside they get locked out the door some type of magic takes place and they get blue skadood mm-hmm. inside of this storybook and they are transported into the haunted mansion in which tt takes place so even though the girl's lore is like non-linear they're very much connected and oh my god i went down a rabbit hole of just like you know twice spiracies and we're gonna get to that i promise All right, so these girls just never stop because in May 2017, they released another single. And this song is Signal. And it was actually produced by JYP himself, which is really interesting. I want to tell you why in a moment the track went on to win song of the year and best dance performance at the 2017 mnet asian music awards also known as mama Uh, members geo and chaeyoung got to co-write a track for the ep eyes 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 and with that started a lot more contributions from the other members going forward with the other albums so that's really fun and jyp actually being involved i have to say though i feel like he has a thing that he does he'll put out three singles with other producers that maybe like an ear attack will do it or like, like I peel song would do it. And then maybe someone else would touch it. Third single, fourth single, he'll start to kind of creep out and be like, Hey, <laughs> here's my idea. <laughs> Interesting. And, and unfortunately, or fortunately, depending on what side you're on, I remember this release being a disappointment for a lot of people, including me and my friends who were, who were twice fans. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think some of the girls, believed it to be kind of meh as well it was pretty evident even when they talk about it it's not like the most fond memories right but i mean it's a single single that's given to you you do it um i think between the mimo like mina momo rap in the beginning that trying to let you know i hate the chance rap whatever you want to call it it's so annoying and it happens so many times in the song <laughs> but no it's, it's true exactly imagine a bunch of fans used to a certain structure with the black eyed peel song and then the sam lewis is you know things like that even ear attack when he would produce for them we didn't hear anything like this so when we heard this we were like what is happening and then the overall composition and arrangement i don't think people are really keen on it i even remember seeing people start to like make rearrangements of the song and that was kind of some of the first times i've seen videos like that on youtube now it's like commonplace but Mm. i remember this era was so funny the powers the aliens and then even some people were outraged about chaeyoung cutting her hair so (laughs) (laughs) it wasn't good it wasn't a good time i thought she looked cute but it wasn't the greatest time for the girls Mm. I have to say, I actually do love the music video for this, though. I think the alien thing is funny. I love the powers. I don't know. I think it's very cute. Um, Me too. I think but it's yeah, the song too. itself is just okay, I think. Mm. Um, yeah. 
But yeah, so in June 2017, the group officially debuted in Japan. Um, but since the group has a very different discography in Japan, we will leave those releases for part two of this 101. Stay yeah. tuned, but we're going to concentrate on the, on the Korean releases for this one. Later that year in October, uh, Twice finally released their first full-length Korean album, Twicegram, with the lead single, Likey. Likey was a track inspired by the beauty standards and needs for like on social media. And the music video was filmed in the public, everyone, in real life (laughs) in Vancouver, Canada, which is awesome because typically um, they film in studio, very early SM style, you know? (laughs) And uh, with this album, Twicegram, which was inspired by their instagram handle (laughs) the members of the group contribute to the writing of the tracks on the album and the project received positive reviews which is really exciting for them right so um this song i remember it was playing i was doing a musical and i played it while we were all waiting for like sound check and all you hear is likey 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 and one of my co-stars is like "Uh uh-uh i do not likey and i was like oh you're such a freaking hater um (laughs) but yeah this that's my little my little uh anecdote from that from this era i just remember the song coming out and i liked it i just kept playing it and playing it and playing it to the point where my my co-star was like nah get the heck out of here with that um but i really did like this project it was cute it was a nice little uh progression after signal because again signal was not our like favorite moment i think people it's going on people now right um but yeah, I think this started my favorite kind of era with Twice because then oh. it became like a hit after hit after hit kind of thing with them. Um, and this video also t- ties in with Twice lore again. And I know it sounds I know it sounds weird, but there are some floating theories about them being aliens. And again, the storyline is nonlinear. Mm-hmm. But before I get into all of that <laughs> about this video. <laughs> I do like the song again. Black Eyed Pills song did his thing. I love that there's like a lot of brass in this mm-hmm. song, wah, 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 which is really unexpected. Um, and I love Momo's pre-hooks with the BB cream, ba, 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 and her dance solo, <laughs> her dance solo, and Jiho's second verse with the Whoo! those parts are standouts for a lot of people. Um, as like a like like a non once. What did you think about this song when it came out, and even now? This is kind of in the middle for me um, of their okay. title tracks. Um, I do think it's better than Signal, but it's not yeah. as good as like TT um, or, or yeah. Um, so I think it's kind of in the middle there. Um, yeah. I, I My favorite part is probably the rap um, in mm. the middle and then leading into Momo's dance break. Um, I think yes. the rap is really interesting. There's like this kind of xylophone sounding kind of thing going on in the back. <laughs> there's like a, there's yeah. like one eight count of where it just cuts out and it's like the drums only. <laughs> and it's like, it's just interesting yeah. sonically. Um, yeah. And I think I think the two uh, the two rappers, right? Like like they're, they definitely have interesting tones, you know, mm. um, which mm. make them stand out quite a bit. And I think um, this is just a great example of one where they both sound really good. Back to the the, the video, though, and how the songs connect. Um, again, the overall theme is that these girls are aliens. All right. I saw, again, twice spiracy timeline 
probably needs to be a Patreon episode at this point, but it would appear that although out of order, these videos are connected with Signal being the first, they're aliens coming to Earth. They want to know how to, you know, fall in love and things like that. So they try to appeal to another alien. He doesn't want them. So then they get rejected and go to try to figure out what aliens are, I mean, humans are really like. Hence them going around the city and looking around. And even if you notice in the video, there is an alien on Jiho's camcorder. I sound like such a tin hat conspiracy theorist right now, but (laughs) do not reject this ideas. If you're a once and you think that you know the theory, please let me know. If you think there's no theory, please let me know. I'm open for it. But yeah, it's all connected. And then even in, I think, the bridge section, Jiho is standing with, uh, I think, Heart Shaker, Heart, like, Heart Shaker as like the name of the station. And that would become their next single. So true to K-pop industry standards, Twice repackaged the album into the Christmas-inspired Merry and Happy in December 2017, Mm -hmm. and the single Heartshaker and the album continued the group's trend of huge sales numbers. Like, it's absolutely insane when you go and look at at what they accomplished with each release. Um, And luckily, I think the music stands up to that also because I actually like this one a lot. It's a little more understated, mm-hmm. cutesy, um, yeah. a little more true to their age now that they're getting a little older. Um, mm-hmm. And yeah, I think this is this is one of the highlights for me of their discography. What do you think? Indeed. Again, like I said, this is introducing my favorite set of releases because this is where they were just pumping it out, pumping it out. Mm-hmm. Like after Signal, that little lull, things started getting really, uh, not really good, but it got good in a sense where it's like, this is the twice sound. This is twice as the college age music. This is twice as, hey, we're the nation's girl group. You know, um, I'm trying not to draw any comparisons to any other group. It might come out a little bit later, but let's be real here. At the time, one group was phasing out with their anniversary. It was the last single. And then twice became that group. They fit the silhouette and the trajectory was the same. Um, So again, favorite set of releases with this whole little like next several of singles um Mm. as i mentioned before it's subtle and the singles music video are like really connected to again all of it i think uh because jiho was standing at that station it just made a nice little transition because the girls ended up being on the train as they're performing in this uh performing the song um i think this song was an upgrade from knock knock in the sense where uh, the guitar riffs are still very Christmassy or holiday wintry feel. Um, but it's just more, I guess it just, for me, it just feels better structured. It's more interesting. Uh, the chorus, which is iconic for that line. <laughs> it's Isanhage, but a lot of people hear it as Isanage. So if you're an English speaker, it is so funny, funny to just yell, Isanage. <laughs> But yes, just for clarification, people, it's Isang Ha Gay. Okay. Just, you know, um, but I don't know a single once or even a person that knows this song that has not yelled Isang Ha Gay in this song. Um, <laughs> this, 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 this era was really interesting because I remember seeing the teasers and seeing Nayeon's hip pads creasing in her jeans. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> <laughs> and I remember this just being a really fun holiday song. Um, and even though it's not an official Christmas song, I do listen to it every winter. The group had a very busy 2018 because 
With the rising success and new singles and an album in Japan, the group still managed to release four Korean projects also, which is just insane. These girls were working hard. Um, So first up, (laughs) in April 2018, Twice released the hugely successful EP and title track of the same name, What is Love? So this song was written and produced by JYP yet again. His his claws are truly in this group now. Um, what do you think of what is love? Um, now, when I was saying that this was like the era of singles that I really liked, I, that includes the Japanese singles as well because they started mm. getting again, y'all. If y'all want it, let us know. We will discuss the Japanese singles, but just let us know. Um, but yeah, I remember just they would not stop but I like their Japanese singles too, right? Um, I think compared to the Japanese singles and then their previous tracks, this one was a little safe. Um, Mm. I think the video added to the appeal. Again, it was another one of spot the characters. You see different couples through iconic movies like Pulp Fiction, La La Land, uh, Ghost, etc. And being Our Lady of Perpetual Singledom, I thought this song really struck a chord in my heartstrings because I was like, oh, I wonder what what love is too. But yeah, um, again, this this as as a uh, as touching as the song was, and as sweet as mm-hmm. it is, I do believe that the the song kind of lumps sounds I've heard before. Um, yeah. there's a synth sound in Knock Knock, the, the one I don't like, that is present in this song. The guitar riffs, the twinkling bells. So it was a bit repetitive. Um, um, again, but what can you do? It was a catchy song. The video was cute. And a highlight was definitely see them, seeing them perform in the dresses. They look so pretty. <laughs> so mm. pretty. Um, what did you think about this song and like the overall like project? What are your thoughts? Yeah, I think the word safe is, is the perfect one for this. Because mm-hmm. definitely, I mean, just in preparation for this episode, I was kind of just listening to, to their catalog, mm-hmm. but especially just the title tracks, just kind of, you know, yeah. in a playlist, yeah. just all in a row. Check out our playlist. Yeah if you want them, but um, <laughs> it's, it was really getting very samey at this point. Like I, I was very much like you guys don't, yeah. the, they, they dominated the kind of, kind of cutesy concept, right? Like that's, that's kind of, yeah, that is their sound really. And yeah. they did such a good job of that, but then now they're just mm-hmm. kind of just recreating it or, or just trying to just kind yeah. of do the same thing. And, and so once you get yeah. kind of this far into their career, it's kind of like, okay, I think I'm ready for new sounds. And if you don't delve into their back catalog, you'd think they were very one note. Um, mm-hmm. And I, I, th- I thought that too, you know, at, at the time. Yeah. Um, and, and so, yeah, I'm a little annoyed that they went with this as, as the title track. Cause I think there's better in their catalog. <laughs> yeah, there is. And even on this album, like, I think he was just trying to embody that whole hyper pop sound. Like you said, they had already capitalized on it. Let's just recreate it. And that's why they didn't have black eyed pill song or JYP actually kind of like do it all the way. I think collapsed one actually did what is love too. Mm. So they brought in someone else to recreate the wheel. Um, <laughs> like I said, I do understand your sentiment. I think even before we even started this show, I was like, oh my God, can we just do an episode where we talk about the B-sides of Twice? It's actually really good. Um, and they do have bigger and bolder song uh, sounds in their their projects and they have deeper thematic elements outside the curiosities of love. Mm-hmm. Uh, but again, I think just as a company, JYP has a tendency to pigeonhole uh, their the artists at the end of the day. 
they're not exactly the most innovative. And then when they do find a sound, they kind of just stick to it because it's safe. Um, and honestly, at this point, I actually started to wonder if we were going to ever hear anything or get the same energy that like Ua had presented. Yeah. Mm, interesting. Well, yeah. I'm curious what you think of the next single then, because in July of 2018, they re-released the What Is Love EP under the title Summer Nights with the single Dance the Night Away. Let's dance the night away. All right, so Dance the Night Away. Um, for me, very mediocre. It felt like they were kind of just trend chasing a little bit. This kind of, I don't know. I feel like the yeah. production just sounds really <laughs> basic. It's, uh, uh, yeah. I don't know. This song is yeah. not for me. Um, what do you think of this track? <laughs> <laughs> once, fa- once, and people who are not uh, Twice fans, I have to be real. At first, when I heard the song, I liked it. I was, again, I was still young college age still and I thought oh my god this is so cute this is so much fun I even took a dance class at I love dance here in NYC shout out to them because I could have been in that cover video y'all but I had to work I'm still bitter about it if you haven't if you haven't noticed <laughs> um, but yeah you're right it is very simple I mean the bouncy synths are my favorite part of the song um but like you said I think just the overall production was a little just not kitschy campy i don't know the word is but it's just that wasn't good the 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 brass yeah not nice to the not yet does not pleasant to the ears at all and and like the (laughs) chorus melody too it just feels so like uninspired dance and died away you know like it's just like like it just doesn't feel like any like real like thought and like um yeah artistry was really put into it like i don't know it just feels very uninspired yeah you know yeah I, I I even kind of like have a note in my mind I, I wrote it down I was like don't forget this it sounds like a bit of a teen movie soundtrack now if you like teen movies you might be like oh yeah lump that in with the beach scene that's completely fine mm. but is this something that I would show someone not really I wouldn't say this is twice uh, I do remember about this era though uh, the thing that really sucked me in was God Ji Ho I know her name is Park Ji Ho but if you're at once you know that Jiho was looking like, she was looking like a snack, this whole concept, right? And even though this song isn't their strongest, it's actually one of their more prized songs with 10 wins coming up behind Cheer Up and TT. So again, even though we don't like it, mm. the ones, the ones men- In Korea. It. You know, that's <laughs> what I'm saying. I think it's the dude. Yeah. I think, backing these girls up you know what i'm saying also can i just say jiho is my favorite member i think um Mm -hmm. just from watching all the concerts Mm -hmm. and stuff like she just Mm -hmm. seems the most in it like she always just looks like she's living the best life like every time she's on stage so i appreciate her a lot one thing about this video even though it's kind of just like or just at the beach i'm not sure if you noticed or even remember but about this video and era i think it was a little strange the styling that sentence I just had was very strange too, but the styling was more strange in my sentence. Um, basically, the girls were wearing club dresses and black dresses with like veils here and there. Like some members wearing black, some are wearing bright colors. And I'm like, that doesn't make sense. Dance the night away. It's supposed to be like summer nights. Why are some of them dressed like they're, you know, at a funeral? Um, and it feels like when you watch the video that like these girls were shipwrecked. But I kind of have a theory that only a couple of them survived. Again, I know it is ominous. 
but Twice is no stranger to mixing dark and cute, which is present in their next single, Yes or Yes. Released in November 2018, Yes or Yes and the EP of the same name helped the group make a huge accomplishment. They accumulated over 3 million albums sold in South Korea alone, which is absolutely insane. Wow. Um, So as a song, I do like Yes or Yes a lot. It has some really interesting Mm -hmm. production. And I think the vocal production is really good. I think Mm -hmm. Jiho and and Nayeon, they have great voices. And, you know, they are the singers of the group. But I think this chorus actually is perfect for both of their ranges. And I think is a good showcase for the two of them. Um, So yeah, I just thought it was good to point out. But these lyrics... Oh, what yeah. are these lyrics? They are very I creepy know. because let's be real. If a boy sang these, everyone uh-huh. would be canceling them. They'd be canceled. Yeah. Already. Yeah. The second no, the right. one sentence came out their mouth, like make your choice. Is it yes or yes? I will say <laughs> no to your no. I respect your choice, <laughs> but reject your rejection. This is like really bad. It's like very like, like stalker. <laughs> yeah. Very ultimatum. Like, you know you know, kiss or death, like, you know, this yeah. kind of thing. Uh, that's hilarious. You know, I actually wrote down, uh, this is one of those, if a boy group did this kind of thing. <laughs> um, and it's true. It's true. I have to be honest though, without considering the implications of the song and the, the mild controversies, uh, the song has become one of my favorites and I liked it then too. Uh, I think the teaser was interesting because we have Mino, Mino, wow. We have Mina introducing the song in English, very much how Jessica would introduce G, um. you know, and how many years prior. So I thought that was really cute. Uh, the plaid styling was back. We hadn't seen like that kind of color scheme in a really long time for them. Um, and the percussion of the song was really fun. And the genre switches were tasteful. There was like a little bit of like a reggae moment here and there. There was a little chanty cheerleader moment. And I really appreciate the thought that went into the video. Um, and earlier I had mentioned that conceptually there's a lot of lore the girls may not be completely aware of it and I've watched some videos where they were like yeah no I don't know what was happening and that's completely fine um I think the creative team is thoughtful though uh again with the lyrics that are creepy there is a creepiness that is featured in the video um the girls um, are in a place called Twice Square. It's a rustic town full of spooky powers and mystical elements, right? Uh, I'm not saying that if you do any type of tarot or have clairvoyant um, abilities that it's creepy, but adding a little bit of edge to a song like this definitely helps sugarcoat the meaning, right? Um, there's a pleasure that comes with yes, but there's also a danger that comes with it. And even the stylizing of the yes yeses for the single are mirrored. So it's like, you could say yes, but what's the negative side of saying yes as well? So again, Again, I appreciate that the optics that the creative team is thinking, okay, this don't sound right. Let's, you know, let's try to sugarcoat this because it doesn't, it doesn't. Um, but again, I like this song. It reminded me a little bit of like, ooh, wow, but it wasn't quite there yet. Almost there. But the energy was a lot more feistier than their other, like, I don't know what love is. Show me, you know, mm-hmm. it was the best thing that they ever did. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, I'll take that attempt at the transition because with the success of the last Christmas theme release, Twice did it again with the release of The Best Thing I Ever Did and the the repackaged EP, The Year of Yes. Um, But Twice was just getting bigger and bigger. 
and the trend continued with the release of the Fancy U EP and the track Fancy released in April 2019. Oh, yes. Fancy. Fancy was one of those songs. Again, that marked another era that I would enjoy. Okay, first of all, we got the little Sailor Moon hand going on here. <laughs> um, and I think, again, even though Twice isn't all the way directly involved in their concepts, I do appreciate the thought that there are nine girls in this group. What can we do? They've always kind of gone for this Avengers kind of thing. When you have a culmination of different iconic women from movies. And then even with uh, Cheer Up, there was an Avenger-style video. The styling for this era was Avengers. Even the way they were stacked on the Fancy U album cover was very much Marvel Cinematic Universe. Um, and I think this is probably one of my favorites because they look like grown-ups for the first time. They look like grown-ups, but without looking too old. Uh, like you mentioned, they do teeter that youthful um, sound, but like grown-up appeal as well mm-hmm. uh Yun uh, had longer hair oh my god mm. crazy geo had short hair i was like well what's happening um the song was cute it was groovy the video was dark but not moody uh and of course each scene kind of depicted different kinds of love like you know head over heels kind of love and chocolate and sweets and feeling like you're on top of the moon top of the world you know cloud nine very just typical lovely things um when you think of love right and even some of the tracks on this album were going for a more senior and college tone mm-hmm. oh my goodness songs like stuck in my head and strawberry were definitely highlights from that fancy you album like there's a bunch of things yes yeah, strawberry is a good one yeah yes. um oh my gosh yeah i agree i remember so i'm not i i, I didn't really follow twice that closely i actually I didn't really follow k-pop that closely these couple years because all my favorite groups mm-hmm. from the second generation were like disbanding um, right. <laughs> but i remember fancy was the first twice song in a while i think maybe since tt mm. to like truly mm. get my attention um Ooh. Like, I, I kind of knew the other songs, but this was the first one in a while where I was like, wow, like, they killed right. that. And, and I agree. I think part of it yeah. is because they were finally showing a bit of growth and maturity, um, something a little sexier, yeah. both sonically and visually. Um, yeah. And just undeniable catchiness again. I mean, that, oh my God, yeah. it's insane. <laughs> and like the dance routine, it really is just like perfect <laughs> in like every way. They actually took this lovely song and all the other songs on the catalogs and put it in their world tour twice lights Mm -hmm. and later that year they would go on tour in korea here in the united states mexico and japan um but in july 2019 mina actually announced that she was going to go on a hiatus due to a sudden extreme anxiety and insecurity toward performing on stage which led which later led to a diagnosis for anxiety disorder so what are your thoughts about that especially after our episode with shiny and even now with the current climate of mental health yeah what do you think about that i mean i i think first off i just want to say it's great that mental health is now taken more seriously mm-hmm. and i do think we have jungkyun unfortunately to to thank for that um but mm-hmm. i i appreciate that these big companies are are actually giving these artists the 
the time that they need if they need it um, to go right. away. I think yeah. it's interesting, right. you know, on YouTube, they also, they released um, a documentary showing them on tour during this tour. And it, you kind of, Mina's mm-hmm. in kind of the first half of it. And then the girls actually do talk about her um, little hiatus in the middle of it. And I think you can just kind of see mm-hmm. like just the pressure to look perfect. Um, and I think that's in the entire music industry, yeah. but that's especially in k-pop um and that can really take a toll on on anyone and and when you're in the public eye that's Uh that's kind of it's exasperated even more right um and and so yeah yeah, I'm just glad for her that she was able to to step away and that she did eventually come back as well but it is unfortunate that they had to kind of do the whole tour most of the tour without her yeah um I remember her not being there when I went um I came they came to Newark and I went y'all I'm bragging yes I did yes I am but it was interesting because every time she would come on the screen the uh once were very 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 upset like oh no um and it's so interesting because it's like um even though there is nine of them um they made sure to uh what's word for it I guess kind of like leave a space open for her for certain uh, sections of dances and they acknowledged that she wasn't there they didn't pretend that she (laughs) was absent um and and also because there are nine members they kind of held it down without her not saying Mm -hmm. that in none of the girls are important but it's good to know that if one of them needs to step away that the whole group won't fall apart because there's nothing worse than having a group that cannot stand it's on its own two feet without a member there you know um because what else would that person come back to <laughs> if the group just falls apart yeah um but yeah I think they did a good job picking up uh, for her not after her excuse me picking up um for her and I have to say that concert was probably one of the best concerts that I was I went to um in 2019 2018 mm-hmm. um twice girls give it to me man there were some hit and misses here and there but for the most part overall one of my favorite shows awesome yeah actually i did in preparation of this episode i did watch the soul concert from this tour yeah. and i enjoyed it you know um i think it, it's interesting actually kind of watching each member and, and kind of seeing their strengths with the different songs in their catalog. Cause definitely some of them are better and more comfortable with the cutesy stuff. And then some of them are more comfortable with the fiercer kind of sexier stuff. So it's just kind of interesting oh, yeah. seeing that dynamic. Yeah. These girls definitely prove that they are um, absolutely amazing and that they are worth all the hype, especially with their next song. Feel special. You make me feel special. In September 2019, Twice released the EP and track Feel Special, and this title track was co-written by JYP with lyrics inspired by a conversation he had with the members where they expressed that it was hard to feel special under the critical lens of the media and the general pressures of fame. So that's awesome. I'm, I'm glad that they, they, they can have these types of conversations with him and that they're able mm-hmm. to also talk about that. You know, I, I think... Mm-hmm. To also kind of in line with the whole kind of mental health kind of now being a bigger topic that people can actually talk about, you know, I think it's good Mm -hmm. that they, even though they're supposed to be idols and that they're perfect, you know, they can express that, you know, it is actually a really tough job that they have. Um, Agreed. 
And so for the other tracks on the EP, all the members of Twice participated in the songwriting and the group broke their own first week sales record in South Korea with the release of this EP. So feel special. What do you think? <laughs> feel special. Go off. Oh my God. You know what? I'm actually really happy that you know the choreography a little bit. Um, because I remember you and I discussing feel special like maybe like a year or what a, a while ago. And you saying, oh, I get the sentiment, but have you grown to like it a little bit more? I have grown to like the song a lot. Yeah. I think it may be actually oh my, my favorite twice song, like period. Um, this makes me so happy. Yeah, because I do think it's a good progression <laughs> of the original sound, but there's maturity there. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. It shows, I think, you know, JYP productions, as as we've talked about, can be questionable at times. But mm-hmm. I think this one does show how good he can be and how his kind of mm-hmm. signature 80s retro sound can really work. Um, and the chorus just has a great melody that actually allows the members to showcase a bit more emotion. I think a lot of their songs... Yes. The title tracks at the very least, like they kind of just have to sing in this kind of very same tone throughout the whole thing they because they're just expressing. Yeah, because they're trying to <laughs> smile and, and be cute, you know, yeah. and this song yeah. has a little bit more feeling in it. Um, and, and so I appreciate the depth. And, and so, yeah, this one has definitely grown on me. Oh my God, this song is so pretty. When I heard it, I thought, holy crap. First of all, in the teasers, they look freaking amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, So they were already, so JYP was already setting us up for like, just like gorgeousness. We already know they're pretty girls, but honey, <laughs> they looked so good. And again, like you said, the sentiment was delivered very well. Um, And again, a lot of people do drag JYP, but let's be real here. He does treat his, his, his art is a lot better than the average yeah. uh, company. Even before all of like the controversy, he would talk to them and be like, hey, listen, don't do that. Or, hey, we can try that. Um, stubborn about certain things, but for the most part, a lot better. So I definitely appreciate that he let this girl group who's always like, I'm in love, I'm in love, I'm in love, say, I don't feel like I matter. I feel like no one would notice I'm not even here, but you're the person that makes me feel special. That takes a lot for, it's not a 180, but essentially, it's kind of like what lies behind that sparkly, shining apricot neon magenta heart mm-hmm. and its fear of not feeling special. And oh, my God, it gets me in my feelings because I think at one point or another, we all have felt like this at one point. You know, maybe I'm not doing something well enough. And someone says, you know what? You did a great job today. Oh, thank you. <laughs> thank you. Relationships, family relationships, friendships. You could totally just relate to this in some kind of capacity and I like that the percussion in this song like you said because it has that 80s feel that retro feel it kicks the song up into a gear after that first verse that does not let up and it does sound a lot more jovial than the lyrics you know depict themselves but um it's a it's a good song I really enjoyed sleek sleek twice for sure um mature twice and the video is really pretty um it features each members, uh, each member in like a beautiful setting, but completely isolated. And as the video goes on, each member comes in contact with the other. And there's even once inspired imagery with the umbrella that is introduced. And the whole video symbolized the connection between the girls and the fans. So in February 2020, not only did Mina announce that she was making a full-time return to the group, yay, the group also announced (laughs) that they had signed a distribution deal with Republic Records in the United States as part of JYP Entertainment's partnership with the label. 
But with COVID just around the corner, unfortunately, we don't really know the extent to what American promotional plans were planned or, or could have resulted as a result of this, um, mm-hmm. which is unfortunate because it would have been really interesting to see kind of a really heavy push on this end. But yeah, so in June 2020, the group released the EP and track More and More, setting the record for the highest sales volume for a girl group in Korea's Got On chart ever, and also achieving the group's first appearance on the Billboard 200. And the single was actually composed by huge Western artists such as Zara Larson, Julia Michaels, Justin Tranter, and M&E-K, who worked on a lot of little mixed tracks like A Sweet Melody. And if you have not, have not, which is crazy, heard or seen our little mix pop 101, we implore you to do so because the episode was so much fun to film. But back into Twice, I have to say, these huge names, mm-hmm. the reputation. Mm-hmm. Wow, built it up, built it up, built it up just to let it kind of fall flat for me. (laughs) I I agree. (laughs) Honestly, like after after it came out, because obviously they announced it and I was like, oh, my gosh, this is going to be so good. And then I was like, (laughs) oh, I think this was like a song that like didn't make Zara Larson's album. (laughs) You know, like it was like, oh, it's a song that they didn't think was good enough for themselves. So they kind of put it in the vault. And it was picked up by JYP. That's that's what I get from it. Um, Yeah. (laughs) You know, but to be positive, um, I think Mm -hmm. the dance routine, again, is super fun. I I enjoy the video and and kind of the Coachella-esque styling was interesting and at least memorable, Mm -hmm. even if you weren't a fan of it. Um, So, yeah, I, I mean... Because it was COVID, I think I've watched almost every performance just because there was, you know, I was just really involved in music (laughs) and K-pop and and everything because that was the only thing new to watch. Yeah. Um, yeah. (laughs) That is so freaking hysterical. You're right. Oh, my God. You know, this song really, I agree with you. Okay. So the song I've grown to like. Cause I like the beginning. I, know I, want it. Uh-huh. I was like, well, what you want girl? What you want? And then it just started to kind of, even though the momentum and the tempo of the song kind of picked up a little bit, it just started to die for me, especially with the more, what the, what is that? What? No, no. And again, like you said, it may have been a demo and <laughs> there's nothing wrong with something being a demo, but give it some zhuzh. And I truly dislike that JYP started doing this thing where he's teasing the hottest dance portion of the video. No, no, no. You don't do that. You don't do that. Get the part where they look the hottest. Get the part where they look the cutest. Get the part where it's like, meh. So that at least when we get to the part that's like, ah, it will just make more sense. Because I'd already seen the dance break with its weird little dubstep moment and Momo swinging her arms like a cute little snake. Um, But again, I really just feel like vocally it wasn't the best because Momo was singing at the edge of her range again really high and nasally Mm -hmm. and it makes me really oh it grinds my gears because it really makes me miss pink Lamborghini Momo and for those who don't know Momo used to be a rapper 
she was going to be the rapper, a rapper of some sort. And during one of their performances on 16, she was like, Pink Lamborghini. It is iconic at this point. I miss Pink Lamborghini Momo. I just want to say that. Mm. Um, and but 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 that being said, speaking of the Japanese line, all three of these women look so damn good. Ginger, Sana, come for my life, darling. Come for my life. They looked beautiful. I can't deny that. They're yeah. great looking women, you know? Mm-hmm. And I really enjoy the Garden of Eden concept, but the imagery in this video actually caused twice to be called out by an artist named David McCarty, who designed a piece called the Pulse Portal. And during the video for more and more, the girls are walking through this like fuzzy corridor that made people think of Idol from BTS. So it's just a lot of just bull crap started mm. coming out. They're not in charge of that, but no one cares. They're walking through, there's a gate. The artist said, wow, the biggest girl group has stolen my idea. JYP hires production company. Production company does that. If they don't double check it, okay. And they get caught, okay. But the fact that fingers were pointed at the girls, just, it was not good for them. And I think Mm. even, I, I think it's just really unnecessary. You know, like this era was kind of like not great for them. Mm-hmm. You know? Well, yeah. So. so speaking of Momo's vocals and <laughs> um, controversy in general, um, well, so the song did actually win a bunch of times on the Korean music shows and actually even mm-hmm. won them their 100th music show, which is awesome and only makes them yeah. the second Korean girl group to do so. Um, but when they did their encore performance on Show Champion, um, mm-hmm. they kind of got slated for their live vocals, especially mm-hmm. Momo. Um, so just to oh. give some context, so nowadays, they tend mm-hmm. to now just kind of lip sync on music shows, not just twice, almost mm-hmm. everyone. Almost everyone yeah, tends yeah. to lip sync on music shows. And I think that's because mm-hmm. of the need for perfection and, mm-hmm. and kind of the drive for perfection. But then they do the complete opposite for the encore performances and throw them in the complete deep end because (laughs) they are given the pure instrumental of the song. Yes, They get handheld mics that they didn't sound check with. And Mm -hmm. they have to sing the song live while also simultaneously like celebrating their award and also thanking their fans and also saying goodbye and bowing to the other artists that are on stage. And it's just like, there's a lot going on with these. Okay. Um, Yeah. So yeah. Anyway, they did not sound good. I do not deny that. Um, They all sounded horrible. They didn't all sound horrible. Jonghyun sounded great. Um, But, Mm -hmm. um, but these encore stages are bizarre for all the reasons I just said. And, and the fact that like, no one would sound good in that situation. Like it's very no. rare that any group sounds good in these. Um, I think in this case, she was just like completely not even close to the key. So that that's why it yeah. kind of went viral. But, but if you watch any of the encore performances, like even from group, like SM groups that are known for great vocals, like they don't sound good either. So this was, this was unfair <laughs> and it was overblown. And unfortunately, since then, if you watch newer encore performances, a lot of the members are very timid. They either won't even sing their lines or they'll, they'll kind of just like whisper it. Like they're, they completely lost their confidence after this. Um, so yeah, yeah. it's not, not yeah. great. Yeah. But yeah, there was no time to stop because of their next single and project. I can't stop me.
So in October 2020, member Jungyeon announced that she would be taking a break from activities due to anxiety, and it was also later revealed that she had some issues with her neck and the discs in her spine as well. Um, but the group went on to release their second Korean full-length album, Eyes Wide Open. And as you mentioned, it was with the lead single, I Can't Stop Me. And Twice performed the track on The Late Show with Stephen Colbert, marking their first American television appearance also. So what mm-hmm. do you think of I Can't Stop Me? I was waiting for the girls to have their edgy moment, their run, double run. You know, I'm waiting for that. And although this wasn't, you know, calling a man out for doing something wrong, this was actually a good delivery of that of their brand of girl pop with an emotion other than sweetness other than pain it's just more like longing maybe a little bit angst a little bit of angst not trashy angst we're like oh my god i'm so desperate it's more just like i want you and i can't stop myself from wanting you and you know it's that kind of feeling um the album was also pretty solid and i didn't get a chance to say that about um the more and more album that album was Mm-hmm. more and more album was better than the single but i digress <laughs> <laughs> i did enjoy the songs on the um, eyes wide open um with heaven oh no hell and heaven and shot clock which reminds me of one of their older songs like touchdown or like do it again every chanty cheerleader song but more refined more mature and doesn't sound juvenile so i think this was as a whole pretty stinking solid mm-hmm. what did you think <laughs> Yeah, this song has grown on me a lot. Um, oh, yay. Um, I think, you know, at the end, of, it is still very similar to Dua Lipa's physical, um, melodically uh-huh. and just sonically. Um, but, you know, after you watch yeah. the perform it a couple of times and everything, like you quickly forget about that. Um, and so, yeah, I think in general, it is a great interpretation of the 80s sound that was so prominent um, mm-hmm. these past few years. And I think after, I think with more and more, like they had to kind of, reach you know uh, as you mentioned like the vocals the song clearly wasn't written for them um this song yeah even though i don't think this one was written specifically for them either they did a much better Mm -hmm. job just in terms of the vocal production the vocal distribution like it all sounded much more natural this time which is good um and i enjoyed the video as well with the yeah i i I enjoyed this whole project so this is actually i like this era this this kind of late Mm -hmm. 2020 era of twice i'm quite a big fan of Regarding this album, I have to say, looking at the track list and the credits, these girls were literally on majority of the songwriting credits. So kudos to them for being more involved and more passionate about it. And there's also a little song by Kenzie on it, which is exciting, believer. Um, So again, they're working with people, not the usual suspects from earlier, but it's interesting that once they've abandoned certain collaborators, their sound started to develop in a more Western kind of style, mm. if I, if you will. Um, it's just interesting to see, uh, especially with the next single or like pseudo single, Cry For Me. So for the 2020 Mama Awards in December, the group actually performed the unreleased track Cry For Me, um, which was written not only by JYP, but also had contributions from Hayes or Heiji, uh, Ryan Tedder and Melanie Joy Fontana. Mm-hmm. MJ, if you're watching, girl, you'd be killing the game for these girls. Just saying. Um, but yeah, this is another song that just went so well with. I can't stop me um, mm-hmm. so well. In fact, that I was hoping that they would kind of go for this continuous, like passionate woman. Yes. Kind of thing. 
This yeah, is exactly right? okay. where I wanted the sound to go. It's more mature. Um, yeah. And they, they, they seem to really genuinely enjoy it. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so unfortunately, though, I was then a little bit <laughs> underwhelmed by the next single, Alcohol Free. In June 2021, the group released the track Alcohol Free and the EP Taste of Love, which hit number six on the Billboard 200, their first top 10 album in the United States. And mm. as Chris has mentioned, this song was not IT. This song was not it. Uh, okay. Like I said, especially, the t- especially coming after Eyes Wide Open and Cry For Me, the energy just completely just... <clears throat> It went out the window, out the door, whatever the expression is. I can't even think of it. All right. I just feel like it, it's just gone. Mm-hmm. Um, and the song is a little, it's, it's okay. It's okay. Like dance the night away, alcohol free. I, I think I would prefer alcohol free oh, yeah. sonically. Oh, definitely. Sonically. Yeah. Um, but dance the night away has more energy. So at the same time, it's just like uh, alcohol free is like the, the lesser of the two evils. Um, the performance, though, the performances, rather, some of them are a bit random, like, i.e., them performing for Genius, but not really explaining the lyrics <laughs> that they didn't really write. Like, it's just, I didn't like that. I just feel like JYP was just like, hey, splat, bam, the song's not in English. You're not going to explain the production. There's no producer to talk about it. Yeah. Random. Um, but hey, it's exposure for them. Uh, the choreography, though, and the imagery of the video looks so lovely. I like the kind of Vegas martini glass moment that they were having. Um, and Chewy, Suyu, she actually gave me facials. I was sitting there like, whoa, hang on. Her eyes crinkle. Her, 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 her teeth exist. She, <laughs> you know, <laughs> you can say what you want to say once. Say what you want to say. The girl's beautiful. She's a Pantene commercial come to life. Mm-hmm. She's gorgeous. At the same time, the girl does not make any faces outside of the, you know, mm-hmm. glancing out into the distance thing. And it's okay <laughs> for certain songs. But she was actually sitting there smiling and swaying. And mm. I said, oh, my God, there she is. Even even as a member in the group, she speaks Korean really slowly. She's kind of the one who has like the witty comments here and there. She's a savage cabbage, if you will. Uh, but at the same time, that that little punch that she has has not come up on stage. Her presence as a fan is not all the way there all of the time. I said it. Um, <laughs> but uh, I have to say also that the rap section was a little babyish for me. Um, but I do love that the leads, the lead vocals like Jungyeon mm-hmm. and Nayeon were singing a little bit more in the pre's and the sub vocalists like Sana were singing in the chorus. So I thought that was interesting that s- at least some line distribution was switched up or just more complimentary. So yeah, I mean, also, I just want to say I'm I I think honestly, the most exciting part mm-hmm. of this release was just that Jung Yeon was back. <laughs> um, which yes, yeah, oh my god, that's um, right. Which unfortunately she did end up going on hiatus again um, a few months after this release, but she yeah. did participate in, in the promotions for this song, which was good to see. Um, but yeah, you know, I I think again, like I appreciate kind of the chill summer bop kind of thing that they were trying to go for. Um, it, it's not a mm-hmm. bad song. I just think it's just a little, it's just not particularly memorable and it's just a bit reductive. Like I think mm-hmm. with the last couple of singles, they finally showed some artistic growth and maturity. And this song mm-hmm. just felt very mm-hmm. like, 
oh, I guess we need a summery song. And, and this is kind of just the best that they could find of their, yeah. of the tracks. I don't know. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's just, no, you're right. Cause the album, the yeah. album was like this too. You're right. The album was mm-hmm. like, Taste of Love was pretty laid back. And this was the strongest one. Honestly, this was the strongest song on that mm-hmm. album. Um, but I will say that the, like you mentioned before, they were getting criticized for their vocals. Even though the tracks aren't single worthy, the B-sides have better vocal production. Like first time mm. there are f- falsettos here and there like that. Ah! I was like, okay, got a little bit of runs here and there. And them singing in lower notes, not singing from their noses, not singing from their ch- mixed chest strain, Ugh. actually singing in, 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 in notes and Oh God, thank God. And they had very laid back tracks on this album. But yeah, like you said, it really was just like, hey, we need a summer song. With the rising American success and the appearances on more American television shows like The Ellen Show, the group released their Mm -hmm. first fully English single, The Feels, in October dedicated to this single so please definitely check it out because it's more in-depth of an analysis um go check that out listen to it on the podcast because it's quite fun honey um honestly i feel like any not any but like a lot of the songs that anna timgren writes i'm here for it and she did write the field as well and i really did like the song Mm -hmm. um and interestingly enough with this song and the music video the group actually teased their album and world tour look at that mm-hmm. all in one shot here comes the twice spiracy again it's all connected it's and all they connected. didn't even know that they were going on tour <laughs> they did. They did. Oh. which is so awkward oh god where was the communication i guess it's meant to be like a cute surprise but we'll get that in a second we'll get to that in a second about them not knowing yeah <laughs> um but yeah i liked this song um it brought back the classic guitars and I love the articulation that they had as a, as a group. And they did a good job. And I love the styling. I think with this video, though, we might not get any more plaid cheerleader girls, which is either a good or bad thing, depending on what side you're on. But I think this is a really strong effort for the first English single. Um, I think it did get a good push on U.S. radio as well and made a decent mm-hmm. dent, you know, for, for what it was. So I, I'm glad mm-hmm. that they were able to at least accomplish that since they couldn't right. do full promotion over here for it. Um and as I mentioned in the other episode, the Stereotypes remix is superior to me. Um, it's really, really good. And speaking of superior, one does not need a superior intellect to be their lover with the next single, Scientist. So in November 2021, the group released Formula of Love. O plus T equals love, I guess is how you would say yeah, it. Yeah. Like, okay. Once plus twice. Yeah. Once plus twice equals three. I don't know. Love. Okay. With the title track, Scientist, and the album had huge sales worldwide and also included the group's first actual subunit original tracks. They had done performances on tour, but finally we got some original ones. And um, yeah, so this... This whole era confuses me a little bit because hmm. I think the song, though it is more mature, again, just feels a little, I don't know, like th- there's just, it's just very basic. 
Like, I feel like any mm-hmm. girl group could have released it. There's no, there's no like flavor to it. There's no like, this is twice. <laughs> yeah. And what's yeah. more confusing to me is that the album tracks are so much better than this song and so much fiercer too. Like, it almost feels mm-hmm. like these girls want to go more fierce. Like, that they're ready to be a little sexier. And, mm-hmm. and, and this, and then they were given this song as their title track. And it just all feels just very confusing. Like, they mm-hmm. just don't really know what to do with them sonically. It's just like, oh, God. Oh, wait, hang on. Something cute. It's about love. That's easy. For me, like you said, they have so many other songs on this album that are that are good. Um, interestingly enough, though, when I heard this song, the baseline reminded me of Boa's Camouflage. So instantly I just thought edgy, but that's my fault. Um, and also, like you said, even songs like Icon, mm-hmm. they were bold. Espresso, bold. bold. We have B-sides that kind of tickle at the idea of punchiness, that tickle at the idea of grown women but still carrying that typical feminine energy and putting quotes around that for people who can't see. Um, I'm happy that they did that. But again, um, I agree with you. The song is not bad, but it could be somewhere earlier on in their careers at this point, especially with what they've done with can't stop me, uh, cry for me. And even that yeah. whole album, like it's, just, but I think it's even, know. it's even weird because it doesn't fully fit with kind of the cheer up and the TTs either. Like it sits oh, in yeah, a really right. weird spot of like, it's like they've outgrown the kind of super cutesiness that was that. Mm-hmm. And yeah. then they're, they've moved on to kind of, I can't stop me. And this kind of, yeah, just yeah. a more powerful oh, situation. And then this song just kind of falls kind of weirdly in the middle of that. I don't know. Yeah. Um, a little backwards. Yeah, so it's it's a little strange, and I don't think the song did as well as or as well as their previous releases either. So um, mm. they're definitely in an interesting spot because we have arrived at the present day as of this recording. Yeah. This was their latest mm-hmm. release for us. Um, mm-hmm. So the group has announced tour dates, including ones in America, mm-hmm. which you have tickets to, and I will Yay. maybe be going to as well. Um, mm-hmm. They have continued to release more singles in Japan as well. Um, Jung Yun unfortunately has announced another hiatus. And yeah. lastly, and most importantly, the contracts with mm-hmm. JYP are actually up in 2022. Um, mm-hmm. But before we discuss what we hope is next for Twice and all of its members, let's share highlights from their back catalog. So, what have you chosen for our listeners? Okay, so vocally, this song is not impressive in the sense where it's like, oh my God, they're really, they can blow. But it definitely shows a direction that they could go in and could possibly excel at because no one's really doing it. Um, and it's Make Me Go. Nobody around do it like it should. Do it, do it, do it, do it. Yeah, you make me go. Love me, love me now, love me, love me good. You make me go. And ain't nobody else who ain't afraid to say. You make me go. Ain't nobody around do it like it should. It is electro pop funky baseline anti-drop goodness i mean again vocally not outstanding but when these girls sing in their chest voice and not through their nose or in their blend that half air half sound jyp blend they sound good um and it really lets them sit in a nice place of like that cool sleek and sexy sound like they can do suit and tie we've Mm -hmm. seen it they can give you legally blonde but like the noir version they can do it yeah will jyp let them I don't know, but that's one of my favorite songs, Make Me Go. What about you? 
Nice. Um, I wish she struggled a little bit with the choice for this because I wasn't sure if I wanted to choose something that really did kind of show the fiercer, mm-hmm. kind of sexier side um, uh-huh. that, yeah. that they have done more so on their tours and stuff um, mm-hmm. or choose something that I thought they could would make more sense than scientists as a single. Um, so I ended uh-huh. up going with the latter and I chose F-I-L-A from the Formula of Love album. So first off, I am very on brand because not only is this a disco bop, but it was also mm-hmm. co-written by Karen Poole, who we've mentioned on this channel before because she worked on some amazing Kylie Minogue songs, including Wow and Chocolate mm-hmm. and NCTU's Make-A-Wish as well, which I love. Yes. And so um, <laughs> I just think obviously the disco thing is, is kind of big right now. And mm-hmm. this song is a good balance of the very sweet but mature kind of thing mm-hmm. that I feel like they were on the trajectory towards until this year right. um so I just think it would have made way more sense as, as a single instead of scientist mm-hmm. and I enjoy the melody of it but that kind of brings us on to like what's next for them um like I said like sonically this makes sense I think personally maybe just me being like weird and psychoanalyzing people I don't know you know parasocial relationships and such but I really do think that as women they really want to try more emotional things like even when they do like their solos or like they separate and do subunits on the tours do you pick 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 freaking Taman's song Sayonara Hitori nothing about that is like pretty and it is very passionate. It is very angsty. Um, and also these girls do have varying degrees, I think, of um, depression. Maybe not all of them are as, as obvious as the others, but Gio has mentioned it. Um, we all know that uh, Mina and Jonghyun, Um to some extent, these girls are tired and I think they want to express it more. And if they did it with Feel Special, I feel like it's definitely something that's possible. Uh, but I think if they kind of tap into a little bit more of that little sexier side uh, where Miss A was going, they mm-hmm. could do it because there is no group doing that. It's not po- impossible and it's not completely off brand of JYP. Um, and also I do, I don't think that they will all renew because I've been feeling like for a while that they just seem tired. And like I said, with the Japanese singles, the the weird contrast between them releasing alcohol free and and the feels and all these other cute songs right after cry for me the japanese single that they were releasing oh my gosh holy crap i'm trying to figure out why those weren't korean singles and then mm-hmm. let the other <laughs> alcohol free be the japanese one no offense to japan whatsoever but their japanese singles right after um uh, in this little that little awkward spot we're talking about mm-hmm. absolutely amazing um but yeah I, I just wish that the japanese singles that we got in between alcohol free and scientists what may have been the the, 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 the singles mm-hmm. um but yeah w- what do you think about them as a group i mean since you're all all learned and inundated now yeah what are your thoughts I, I, I think as so for me obviously I, I i didn't really watch i didn't know them that well kind of until mm-hmm. this uh, i was prepping for this and i was able to kind mm-hmm. of watch interviews and, and stuff um mm-hmm. I, I get the sense, even from watching, so I watched the Twice Lights concert. I also watched mm-hmm. the latest concert that they did on Beyond Live um, at the end of Ooh, December yeah. uh, 2021. Uh-huh. And you can already kind of see the spark is actually a little mi- a little gone for, for some of the members. Ah, uh, um, it's the fading effort, out, yeah. 
effort isn't fully there. And I'm sure part of it is just because they're nervous. They haven't performed a full show, you know, in a while because of COVID. But um, I don't know. I, I do kind of, I feel like the thing with JYP, as we learned with GOT7, um, mm-hmm. and, and, you know, some of the previous artists as well, is that he does kind of stifle their creativity a little bit. Um, mm-hmm. Like these girls have worked nonstop pretty much mm-hmm. since they debuted. Mm-hmm. We haven't gotten any solo projects. We haven't gotten any, even like acting gigs really from any of the members yeah. or, or just their yeah. own things. They haven't really gotten the freedom or the time to do that and explore that. Mm-hmm. So I think I could see, I also could see them not renewing um, because mm-hmm. of that or mm-hmm. heavily negotiating the need that they, they get to explore other things on their own and then maybe yeah. coming back as a group maybe once a year or something like that um yeah but yeah I don't know it just it does feel a little bit like the passion isn't fully there um mm-hmm. and I think like kind of an SNSD it almost seems like they're happy to always stay friends and kind mm-hmm. of be that unit together but I don't know yeah. if they all will feel the need to actually continue musically as a group. So yeah, I agree. Yeah. It's definitely interesting. I would be curious to see solo projects from most of them. Um, I think Mm -hmm. it would be interesting just to see what they do. Um, yeah, they've been doing something like little releases here and there as solos or like little covers. So that's nice, but it is, but not true. Yeah. But not, not true. Like solo projects where they can fully, you know, uh, be their most creative selves. Um, right. And yeah, sonically, I mean, uh, we do have the rest of 2022. So it'll be interesting to see kind of what their final releases, I guess, of this, at least of this contract period are. But I do hope for something that's more like an I Can't Stop Me kind of continuing that trend. You can just pretend 2021 releases didn't happen. Like I would love, (laughs) you mentioned Sistar earlier. I would love a Mm -hmm. Give It To Me or an Alone. Yes. Oh my God. Yes. Yes. Sorry. Like that yes. as the inspiration. <laughs> I think it makes mm-hmm. sense for them. Yeah. Yeah. Or even like I mentioned that Japanese single, it's called Perfect World. It was so fierce. It sounded like Hoot, but Hoot had a whole attitude adjustment and mm-hmm. she was fierce. That's what Perfect World sounds like. They can do it, but will JYP let them? Like you said. So. Ooh. I mean, with that being said, I do believe that class is dismissed. All right, so leave us some comments and hit us up on our social media accounts at CCTV Pops and let us know what you think of Twice and who else you'd like us to feature in this 101 series. Please give us a like, subscribe to our channel, and hit that notification bell. And for our listeners, please give us a rating and review on your podcast platform of choice. Don't forget to check out our Twice playlists on YouTube, Spotify, and Apple Music. Until next time, that's Shan. That's Chris. And we are CCTV. Bye.